Hey guys, it's Simmy, and this is Pro Wrestling Unlimited, as it's Friday, and we're here tonight talking about Friday Night Smackdown. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Oh. Woo! I was going to sneeze there. Anyways, we're on Friday Night Smackdown, and mm, not that good of a Smackdown. Had some good wrestling, but overall, not that good of a show. Not that good of a show at all. I don't think that this show did any favors, especially in the middle of the show when it lagged and dragged and was, oh boy, no good. But we'll get into all of that. I do want to say thank you for joining me here. If you're watching live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. I want to say thanks to Hot Cross for the tier one subscription. Really do appreciate that one, my guy. But also, I want to thank you if you are watching later or listening later on youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited or, or podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, iHeartRadio, Google Pod, Apple Pod, and so many more. Also, well, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. You take that Amazon Prime account, you take that Twitch account, you link them together, bada bing, bada boom, you're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and they always give you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I greatly appreciate it if you subscribed right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But remember, it doesn't even just have to be your Twitch account or your Amazon account. It can be anybody's Amazon Prime account, whether that's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, anybody. Anybody, anybody, anybody's Amazon Prime account. But also, if you follow us on YouTube, remember, hit that join button. Hit that join button to become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Also remember, you can get all of that but more directly support us at patreon.com forward slash Unlimited. Also remember that if you subscribe at Patreon, it more directly supports us, but it's easier for you because it's everything right there. You don't have to weed through anything in the community tab on YouTube. It's just... All right there. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Whether you're buying a new game, buying an old game, buying, claiming a free game, or getting bucks. Whether that's bucks for Fortnite, bucks for Rocket League, or now bucks for Fall Guys. Because remember, Fall Guys is free to play. But they got a Battle Pass system. So if you want to get that Battle Pass for the first season of Fall Guys free to play, well, use the code right here. Code PWUnlimited. Again, use the creator code PWUnlimited on the Epic Game Store or in the launchers for Fortnite, Rocket League, or Fall Guys on your PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and so forth. But with that, we've got SmackDown to talk about. I've got a message I need to check really quick. Um, oh, that's a nothing. That's not even about wrestling. But with that, SmackDown kicked off as they recap the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship match last week between Roman Reigns and Riddle and the return of Brock Lesnar. 
Michael Cole and Pat McAfee briefly discussed Reigns versus Lesnar at SummerSlam. For out would come Drew McIntyre. And this was an okay opening segment. It was just okay, if I'm going to be completely honest. Adam Pierce said that he took McIntyre and Sheamus out of the Money in the Bank ladder match. He said they can get their spots back. Well, if they defeat the Usos in a tag team match. And I'm like, wait, what? What? This shit is stupid. First you say, oh, you're both just in. Then you go, wait, never mind. You got to earn it. So you're both out. But they did a lot of teasing tonight of whoever wins at Money in the Bank could cash in at SummerSlam. They did a lot of teasing of that tonight. Like more than I expected. I didn't expect much, if any, but boy, did they tease that a lot. McIntyre noted that when he came to SmackDown, he decided to work his way up and earn a title shot. However, no matter how many wishes he has, Reigns always keeps ducking him. McIntyre then realized that he has to win money in the bank to earn a title shot. He pointed out that Lesnar showed up last week and just got a title shot. That got a mixed reaction. McIntyre hopes they destroy each other because he will then cash in on whoever is the Universal Champion or undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. You gotta, you gotta get it all in there. You gotta get it all in there. Brawling Brutes then came out and interrupted and made their way to the ring. Sheamus said that he doesn't think McIntyre deserves to be in the match. He mentioned Miz cashing in and winning McIntyre's title. Sheamus added, so when he cashed in, it was on Roman Reigns. And that is when he became the champion. Paul Heyman would then interrupt and walk out on the stage. And a pair slowly walked behind him. And this is when Heyman promised that Reigns would beat Lesnar at SummerSlam. However, Reigns has a problem. Even though Reigns is the GOAT, he's still vulnerable for a cash-in in the last man standing match. And Heyman quick, was quick to add that Lesnar would be vulnerable too. Fans started booing and McIntyre noted they wanted him to make his point. Heyman said that Pierce has an announcement. And that's when Pierce said, well, you know, I acted hastily last week. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to pull both of you from Money in the Bank. Pierce said with some influence, McIntyre and Sheamus are no longer in the Money in the Bank ladder match. However, they have the opportunity to re-qualify if, excuse me, if they beat the Usos tonight. And I'm like, okay, really? Really? This was some garbage. Like, this was... The segment itself overall was all right, but this stipulation of, well, I said you guys are in, but never mind, never mind, never mind. Paul Heyman doesn't want you in, so now you got to try and earn your way back. Crap. From the back, Caleb Braxton interviewed Sami Zayn. Zayn praised Reigns and the Usos. He thinks it's genius to get rid of McIntyre and Sheamus. He promised to win tonight and then win the briefcase, and Braxton goes, oh, so then you can cash in on Roman Reigns? He goes, hey, hey, don't implement and imply things there, Kayla. No. I will have that briefcase so no one can cash in on Roman Reigns. It was a money-made qualifying match with Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura. Went just under 10 minutes, and this was good, as we all expected. Nakamura caught Zayn early with an armbar right at the bell. 
He followed this up with a sliding German suplex in the ropes. Zane lurked. Uh, Zane lured Nakamura to the floor and took over. He gave Nakamura an exploder suplex against the barricade. Zane tried to win by countout, but Nakamura got back in the ring. Zane yelled at the referee and felt he should have won. Nakamura took advantage of the distraction here of Sammy and caught Sammy with a small package for a near fall. Zane recovered and it dumped Nakamura out of the ring. Back from the break, Zane was firmly in control. He jumped off the middle turnbuckle, but Nakamura countered with a kick. Zane fought back and hit the Michinoku driver for a close two. Zane tried to win with his feet on the ropes, but the referee caught him. Sami Zayn yelled at the ref again, giving Nakamura the advantage. Nakamura rocked Zayn with a knee off the middle ropes and then fell. But for a near fall. Zayn rolled out of the ring and Nakamura went after him and hit a Kinsasha on the floor. He rolled Zayn back in the ring because he didn't want to win by countout. Zayn took the advantage though and hit the Haluva kick as Nakamura entered back into the ring. Zayn then pins Nakamura and qualifies for the Money in the Bank ladder match. So that now makes Money in the Bank and I'm just going to count it with McIntyre, Sheamus, and since they're in, Roman or Seth Rollins, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, Omos, or Omos, and Sami Zayn, five of the seven. And let's talk about this for a second. So seven people have been announced for Money in the Bank. Or seven, the graphics all show seven. Yet, I keep getting all these stupid-ass messages of, you think Sasha Banks could be the eighth member? She can make her surprise return as the eighth person in Money in the Bank? What? What's, what's going on in your brain that makes you think Sasha Banks is going to be in Money in the Bank, let alone return to WWE? The graphics all show seven. There's not going to be, for as much as, for as far as I know, eight women. No, seven. There's seven men. And seven women. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's seven men. We double check that. Could be eight men. Let's go SummerSlam. No, not SummerSlam. Why did I click SummerSlam? Money in the bank. Tell me what you think. One, two, four, five, seven. Let me see this one more time. Money in the bank, 2022. Did it do? Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it's like, why seven in the men, seven in the women? Why are people on Twitter, or not just on Twitter, I'm getting messages everywhere going, oh, well, uh, Sasha Banks, she's going to be the eighth person, right? She's going to make her big, mysterious return to WWE. No, no. And then other people just going, Maybe it's a legend like Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus can return in Money in the Bank. Are you think you really think Trish is gonna do a GD ladder match? Let alone Money in the Bank. It's always just wild. Some people need to take a deep breath, take a step back, and use your damn brain before you message people or tweet. Because it's like, first off, have you not been listening to the news? Sasha's getting her release. They're just working on the terms. 99% sure. They've said seven people in money in the bank. Yet yeah, where's this? Where's the mysterious eighth person? Really? Because I don't see that on any of the graphics. It's not 
Brock Lesnar coming in unannounced, cashing in and winning. No. Well, some people, and I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but are a little dumb and need to take a step back and think for a second. Just think. Use a quarter of your brain. Anyways. And then New Day versus Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Match didn't happen. It actually turned into two different angles. First, Shanky turned on Mahal to dance with uh, the New Day. And then the Viking Raiders came out. The New Day noted that they beat Mahal and, Mahal and Shanky last week. They don't do rematches, apparently. That's kind of weird to say. So, we beat you last week, so we don't want to do a rematch. Like, what? Really? The company's all about rematches. Anyways, Kingston and Wood were mad at Mahal for not letting Shanky dance. And Kingston asked the fans if they wanted to see dancing Shanky. Fans erupted in cheers and broke out into a loud yes chant. Woods played the trombone, and Shanky danced. He played the New Day's music, and Shanky and New Day danced to a loud reaction. Mahal was furious and ordered Shanky to stop. Shanky got in his face and pushed him to a positive response as Mahal walked off. Suddenly, the Vikings Raiders, the Viking Raiders music would hit. The Raiders ran down through the crowd and knocked Shanky out of the ring. Viking Raiders would then take out the New Day, viciously, I may add. And there we go. They're back. They're scary. And they're heels. The Viking Raiders. In the back, Sonya Deville entered Adam Pierce's office. She mocked Pierce for being in over his head. She literally told him, quote. And my notes just froze. Come on. Quote. If I was in a position like yours, I would want to know if I was in over my head and out of touch with reality. Oh, shot at Vince right there. Like, wow. That's a shot at Vince. She also said that you're doing a horrible job running the women's division and no one likes being in this division under you. And I'm like, oh, shot at John Laurinaitis right there. Like, holy hell. And then basically said, you need to give me a shot to be in Money in the Bank. Like Lacey Evans and Raquel Gonzalez are in this match, but I'm not. Pierce goes, you know what? You can have a match. And he told her that you can have a match next with both Rodriguez and Evans. DeVille came out for some weird-ass reason that made no sense. Brought Shayna Baszler and Zia Lee. And none of this three-minute, whatever you want to call it, match made sense. It's two baby faces against one heel who's got two people in her corner that wouldn't even help her for the most part. Like, this made no goddamn sense whatsoever. Ever. It is just very odd. Baszler distracted Rodriguez at one point, and DeVille, DeVille gave Evans a chop block. DeVille was briefly in control, but Evans fought back. Rodriguez got the hot tag and ran wild on DeVille. DeVille tried fighting back, but Rodriguez slammed her down. Rodriguez hit the snake eyes and went for the choke slam bomb, the, the Hakana bomb, Chicana bomb. I don't know. They say it different almost every week. But Baszler caused another distraction. She literally had her up, right? Raquel. And she's walking around with with Sonya, just walking around. Slam her already. Slam her already. Shayna. She pauses. Takes her hand a little bit. Let's go. And then gets distracted. What? This is some dumb shit. But 
Evans makes the blind tag, hits the woman's right immediately, and pins Sonya Deville to pick up the victory. After the match, the heels jump Raquel and Evans. Deville dumped Deville uh, jumped on Raquel's back and managed to as she managed to slam Zia Lee. The baby faces cleared the ring and the heels ran away. Like really, this did nothing for nothing for nobody at all. Like this was just hey, women want to be on the show. We need we need women on the show. So uh, let's just throw a bunch of them in one segment that really means nothing. I'll tell you another mean nothing horrible segment here in a moment. So in the back, the street profits were walking around when behind them was a sign that said, then, now, forever, together. They ran into Los Lotharios. They ran into Drew Gulak. And they even ran in to Madcap Moss. Angelo Dawkins told him a joke, basically saying, um, he said something about, why does the coach go to the bank to get his quarterback? Madcap didn't, didn't um, laugh. Then we had Natty and Rhonda. Boy, was this horrible. Horrible. So Natty, so Rhonda's music plays, and out comes Natty, dressed just like Rhonda with a with a um stroller. With a stroller. Did I hold on, I need to check something really fast. I may be a dumb dumb. Hold on, guys. No, never mind. Um so then we go to break, we come back, and Natalia's like, hey guys, it's me, Ronda Rousey. And Pat McAfee's like, I've got it on good confirmation that's not Ronda Rousey, liar. Uh, McAfee, again, like I said, pointed out that she was lying. She claimed that, no, she's Ronda Rousey. But I'm going to have to tap out to Natalia. They recap Natalia attacking Rousey and putting her in the sharpshooter. Natalia, as Rousey claimed that she was to... She wants to give up the title and leave with her stroller. She called herself the saddest woman on the planet. And then Rhonda's music would hit. Rhonda would come out to the ring and literally go. As she's walking down the ramp, she'd go, Natty, Natty, that's you. I didn't recognize you without your rack out. And I'm like, oh, Lord. Because I don't need to come out here and change my body and do things to myself to attain unrealistic beauty standards. Like you do. And the crowd popped big for that. Rousey said that the only way Natalia could be in the main attraction was to be dressed as her. Rousey tried to pull off Natalia's jacket. She did it and they brawled. Natty then threw the stroller at her a couple of times where she no-sold it. Until finally Natty hit her so hard with the stroller that she pushed her with the stroller and knocked Rhonda down and then ran off. And that was it. This was... Horrible. This was bad. Very bad. In the back, Megan Morant interviewed Drew, McIntyre, and Sheamus. Talked about their upcoming match. McIntyre and Sheamus argued, where Sheamus was like, Hey, I know what it takes to be and win in Money in the Bank. And McIntyre's like, You know what? I don't even need your help. I can be both Usos by myself. And then I'll get you, I'll get us both into this match. And then Butch tried to jump um, Drew. Yeah, that was it. They pulled, they held uh, Butch back. A commentary talked about Undertaker's One Dead Man show the night before SummerSlam. And they did give a time, because we talked about this earlier on the wrap-up. They did give a time, 10 p.m. Central, so immediately following SmackDown. And the press release said it will be on the network. 
Excuse me. So next up, we had a three-minute Intercontinental Championship match. That was good while it lasted. Gunther, the Ring General, defending against Ricochet. Ricochet caught Gunther with a drop kick at the bell. Gunther fought back with a slam, though. He rocked Ricochet with a knee to the face. Ricochet tried to fight back and shot for a takedown. Gunther blocked it and locked on a half crab. He switched to an FTF, an STF, but Ricochet made it to the ropes. Ricochet avoided Gunther and went for a springboard, but Gunther caught him midair with a German suplex. Ricochet landed on his feet, though, and Gunther took him down with a clothesline. The finish of the match then came when Gunther hit a shotgun dropkick and then a powerbomb to pin Ricochet and pick up the victory, retaining the Intercontinental Championship. In the back, Paul Heyman interviewed. Paul Heyman was interviewed by Keila Braxton. He asked her, or she asked him, about the Usos versus Drew and Sheamus. She wondered if he was doing. She said, taking Sheamus and Drew out of this match, is that doing Roman a favor? Or maybe even Brock Lesnar a favor? Sammy then interrupted, claimed that Braxton needs to be watched because she twists people's words like she did to his earlier. And he promises that he's going to win Money in the Bank. But as an honorary oose, I will not cash in on Roman Reigns. But maybe I can cash in on Brock Lesnar. And then he goes, oh, uh, yeah, that's not what I meant. Nope, uh, I didn't say that. Nope, uh, Paul, sorry. And I'm like, oh. Thinking, you know, Roman may not be the champion coming out of SummerSlam. Again, a lot of teases tonight of possible cash-ins at SummerSlam. Next up, we had a Money in the Bank qualifying match. It was Shotzi versus Tamina. The match was all right. And Pat McAfee did note that Aaliyah was originally scheduled for this match, but has suffered some sort of an injury. He said Aaliyah is hurt and can't compete. Shotzi jumped on Tamina's back, and Tamina threw her down to take over. She placed Shotzi on the top turnbuckle. Shotzi fought back with some kicks and locked on a submission. Shotzi leaped off the middle turnbuckle. Tamina rocked her with a super kick and a near fall. Shotzi got her foot on the bottom ropes to break the pin, though. Shotzi recovered and hit her finisher for the win. I forget what they called it. It's the first time I've actually heard the name. But she pins Tamina, picks up the victory, and will now be in the woman's Money in the Bank ladder match. To recap, the Viking Raiders attacking the Uso or the, the New Day earlier. And then, time for Max Dupree and his first client. They showed Max Dupree talking to his clients behind a door. They teased that they'd be introduced next. We come back from the break, and Dupree is in Adam Pierce's office. He was furious because of the standards in their dressing room. That we don't ask for much. It's not like we're here wanting a bowl of all green M&Ms or got a problem with green M&Ms. No. We wanted a, a one-one of water from a sphere. A spear? No. What did he call it? A sphere? Creek? Similar to like a creek. Um, but yeah, he's like, we wanted special water and this and that, and we didn't get it. Next week, next week, I'll tell you who my clients are. So next up, Pat McAfee standing on the commentary desk, and he mocks Happy Corbin. They recap the Corbin, ang uh, Corbin McAfee angle from last week. McAfee talked about the first time he walked into the Thunderdome. He mentioned that the millions and millions of fans all stood behind him. Give a shout out to The Rock. McAfee then would go on to challenge Corbin 
to a match at SummerSlam. Yes, McAfee wants to face Corbin at SummerSlam. Basically said that this will be a me kicking you in the face match. Fans popped. I think the match is actually going to happen. They ain't going to tease it if the match ain't going to happen. So we're getting Corbin versus McAfee at SummerSlam. And I think this match is actually going to be pretty darn good. I really think that this match could be a very underestimated but over-delivered match. I think this match could be really good, to be honest, to be completely honest. Then we had our main event. It was McIntyre and Sheamus against the Usos. And honestly, this match went 11 minutes and not much happened at all. Not much happened in this match at all. I mean, stuff happened, but not anything really much noseworthy. Also, a couple minutes into this match, Street Profits came down to join commentary. McIntyre and Sheamus had the early advantage, and the Usos briefly took over, but Sheamus gave Jay the 10 beats of the Baldrin. Sheamus set up for the bro kick and mocked McIntyre. Jay avoided Sheamus and rolled out of the ring. McIntyre jumped off the apron and beat up Butch. Sheamus then jumped and brawled with McIntyre, and they're just going at it. Sheamus and freaking Drew. As we go to the break. Actually, the Usos hit a double dive, wiping them out, then we go to the break. After the break, Jay was firmly in control with the chin lock. Cole wondered if McIntyre and Sheamus could coexist. Sheamus broke free, but the Usos took over. Jay argued with the Street Profits. Jimmy hit the Rikishi splash on Sheamus, and Jay turned his back and argued with the Street Profits yet again. Jimmy went for the splash a second time, but Sheamus got his knee, or got hit, oh, hit a knee to the face. McIntyre got the hot tag and ran wild. He missed the tackle and a shoulder, uh, went shoulder first into the post. Usos caught McIntyre with super kicks, but Jimmy hit the splash for a near fall, and, the, and Sheamus made the save. McIntyre hit a neck breaker and set it for the Claymore. Usos rolled out of the ring. McIntyre chased after them, but Jimmy hit a super kick. Butch and Holland then ran back into the ring as they were sent to the back during the break. Suddenly, Sami Zayn showed up at ringside. He tried to hit the Haluva kick on Drew, and Dawkins jumped up and took out Zayn with a tackle. The Usos and the Street Profits were arguing at ringside when McIntyre hit a huge dive over the top rope on all four of them. Sheamus then rocked Jay with a bro kick at ringside. The finish of the match then came when McIntyre went for the Claymore and Jimmy hit a super kick instead. McIntyre recovered, hit the Claymore, and picked up the win. Like, why do we even need all that? Like, just hit the first Claymore, dagnabbit. McIntyre and Sheamus qualified for Money in the Bank. McIntyre and Sheamus celebrated, and we're all good. Also, interestingly, they noted that all members of Money in the Bank will be on SmackDown next week. So next week on SmackDown, it will be, and I quote, Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Shotzi, Liv Morgan, Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka, Seth Rollins, Sheamus, Omos, Drew McIntyre, and Sami Zayn, plus Whoever else qualifies on Monday, if we got more qualifiers on Monday. But they did note that everybody qualified for both the men's and the women's Money in the Bank ladder matches will be on the show next Friday, the night before Money in the Bank. Remember, Money in the Bank, a week from tomorrow, a Saturday night show. But with that, guys, that was Friday Night Smackdown. 
But with that, you know what I thought of the show. Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of tonight's Friday Night SmackDown. Remember, you can let us know by texting in to 510-906-1341. Again, that's 510-906-1341. Before we do that, let's check the polls. As far as the Twitch poll does go, why do I not see it here? Um... Poll, 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 poll. Nope, I do not want to start a new poll. I want to view the results. There we go. Um, 45% like SmackDown. 27% thought it was just all right. And 27% did not like SmackDown. As far as the Twitter poll does go, 52% liked SmackDown. 35% did not like SmackDown. And 11% thought SmackDown was just all right. And YouTube community poll. 53% thought SmackDown was just all right. 30% liked SmackDown. And 17% did not like tonight's SmackDown. So as we go to the text messages here. Also, everyone asking, is Vince going to be on the show tonight? No Vince. I wouldn't have been shocked, but no Vince. As far as the text messages do go, got a couple of them here. Oh, Lord, another one of these. WWE is advertising seven women for money in the bank. But could somebody like Sasha Banks or Naomi return to be the eighth? No. No. Her says, with the whole Vince McMahon situation, do you see Fox and USA wanting Stephanie to be more than an interim CEO and chairwoman? Well, honestly, I mean, I don't think so. But that's something we can't even try to predict until we know what the findings of this investigation are. If Vince is found to be not guilty of anything then that's a moot point. If something happens and they say, Vince, well, you're guilty, then we may need to look at that. But as of right now, until we know the outcome of what this investigation is going to be, that's a moot point. It says, who do you think is the unknown in the woman's Money in the Bank ladder match next Sunday? Well, actually, it's Saturday. And who do you think is the favorite to walk away with the briefcase? So in the woman's Money in the Bank ladder match, let's go to WWE.com and look at the roster because it's not going to be... Unless it's Bailey, it's not going to be somebody not currently wrestling. Like, I can see it being Bailey or Charlotte making their return. I haven't heard that Bailey's going to return anytime soon, but you never know. As far as who it could be that's on the main roster, like on the rosters, well, main roster. I mean, Shayna Baszler can qualify, Zia Lee can qualify. Heck, Sonya Deville could qualify. We know Carmella's not going to qualify because she's out. Maybe Dana Brooke. I doubt that, but maybe Dana Brooke. Maybe last year's winner, Nikki A.S.H. Dewdrop, the 24-7 champion. I mean, there's a number of women that could be in this match. You don't got to be like, oh, it's Sasha. Oh, it's Naomi. No, it's not going to be either of them. I can tell you that for sure. That's like saying it's going to be Maurice. It's not going to be Maurice. But yeah, there's a number of women that it can be. I don't know. I mean, heck, where's Queen Zelina been? I think she's dealing with an injury, actually. But it could be Zelina Vega, for all we know. And finally, this last person says, where are your predictions for Forbidden Door? Well, they're going to be posted tomorrow morning. But they're also at the end of our Wednesday night Dynamite review. So there you go. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited if you are watching live. 
But if you're watching or listening later, thank you for doing that on youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited or podcast services all around the globe like Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Pod, Apple Pod, and so many more. So with that, guys, have a great night. Have a great rest of your weekend. I'll be live a little bit later, twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. We'll be back live here Sunday night for AEW Cross and JPW Forbidden Door. And then we got Monday to do it all over again to start the new week. So with that, guys, I'll see you guys a little bit later. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. But I'll also see you on Sunday for Forbidden Door. Have a good one, guys.